bum ba dum bum bum. No, that's bad. I'm going back to the original, bringing it back. Bum ba da ba. Hello, everybody. Welcome to an episode of Fump Flame. I am your host, Daniel the Flame, and this episode is about the show The Boys. Um, not to be confused with your boy, you know, cause your boy, <laughs> when your boy, <laughs> your boy, <laughs> that show's running for five years now. Um, the boys is a new Amazon prime original series that basically has a nice dark spin on the superhero genre. And if you're someone who's inclined to look at anything superhero related, then you kind of need to check this out. Um, initial expression after watching binge watching um all eight episodes do not think that it's like like you're missing anything but no i, I looked it up and for the most part it's supposed to be eight but um all eight episodes ah uh, yeah it's it's good it's great in the beginning um as it got to the end i was disappointed uh one for for one main reason this show basically built up the idea of having superheroes who essentially were you know and it's like yeah they do good but there is a darker side to these beloved characters um really putting a spin on basically the dc superheroes um and it was cool when that was the main thing and then the boys who the story is supposed to be about were these guys who essentially were vigilantes to the vigilantes, um, who were believed that it was their right to basically knock the heroes down a peg and make them pay for the crimes that they committed because even though they saved the world, they still commit crimes, but no one does anything because they're superheroes. So that's what I thought this was going to be, which seems like a really, really good idea. It honestly seems like a really nice show. Uh, like the concept behind that seems really cool. What you get um, as it ends is basically an in-depth look to it, essentially like the uh, the guy they called, um, damn, I just saw the show, come on, Daniel, um, Homelander, which I guess was like Homeland Security, so he was basically Superman and Captain America, if they, like, boned, had a baby, but he was, like, raised by American Nazis, so, <laughs> but uh, his name was Homelander. And, uh, essentially, he was a character who, in, in the beginning, they depicted as basically one of the few, one of the only one out of all the superheroes who basically was clean and was actually a decent guy that you couldn't find any dirt on. But then as you see the first episode, you find out this dude basically is just, he's the hero 24-7, but he does whatever he has to do to protect that brand. So, if it means killing people, he don't care. Um... Uh, and it was like, yeah, seeing them try to take a person like that down, you know, that'd be decent for a show. For the most part, the show itself was just like a story about him. Um, there's not a lot of stuff with the boys. There's not a lot of character development with the boys. It's mostly about the heroes. It seems like they tried to paint Superman in a bad light. But they just kept making him Superman. <laughs> like, they couldn't get away from the fact that it's like, oh, well, you know, he is still Superman. So I guess we gotta give him... Um, you 
you knew about the evil things and the bad things that these characters yeah, evil. You knew about the evil things that these characters did, but essentially you just kept being drawn back to the fact that it was like, well, throw them a bone. They are superheroes, and I felt like the story shouldn't have done that. Um, there are just multiple moments where it's like you kind of felt sorry for the heroes, and you were just kind of annoyed with the boys. Um, one of the main issues I have with how they portrayed the boys. I don't know why I keep putting emphasis on it, but it's just, I love the title. Um, but the way how they portrayed the boys was that basically only two characters really had any motivation throughout this entire freaking show. Um, the main character, which was, um, I was, I'm going to just call him Q. Um, <laughs> but the main character, Q, not to be confused with um, Q from Magicians, <laughs> but uh, the main character, uh, who essentially was someone who was thrown into the ranks of living his normal life, just like absolved of anything related to superheroes, but just like he he knew that they existed, and his life was just like, hey, yeah, superheroes are great. And until superhero killed his girlfriend. Now, after he killed his girlfriend, then he meets a guy who essentially, as the story progressed, you've learned to find out that he technically is like the main guy just in the future along the lines just over years of just having this rage and hatred and not being able to do anything to these superheroes who got away with murder um so that was a cool defined thing so essentially you would see what i hoped to see was a character who basically got to see you know and was like this is the path that you're going on this is what you inevitably can become if you don't, you know, figure out what exactly it is that you want. Do you want revenge? If you want revenge, how are you planning to get it? Once you get it, what's the end goal after that? You know, like, things like that to define his character. They didn't do that. The The main dude, Q, is kind of like a mix of Peter Parker, if he didn't get bit by the spider, with a bunch of anxiety, depression, and, mm, I want to say just pure 100% wimpiness uh just kind of wrapped up in a ball oh and this is and then he's Peter Parker after even before he's bit by the spider but it's after Gwen Stacy died and yet and his anxiety and depression is cranked up to 11 uh so the, having a character like that was fairly annoying they had a lot of moments where essentially he was just it, it was unwatchable because of how annoying he got it it didn't really fit with the dynamic of how the show was going or the picture they was trying to paint him in because at one moment he would be a fast-talking badass or, you know, be a fast-talking wise-ass who done thought of something that no one else really did think of and you got these veteran people going around and then at another moment he's really all hopped up over a girl that he kind of met just a couple of weeks ago and he's like, I, I, I needed to tell her, I'm going to tell her the truth and it's like, what is happening? This is bad writing and it did one of the oh, he sold them out yeah yeah <laughs> what <laughs> so, what <laughs> you answered because like, i'm confused because you said because like i answered but i unwillingly knew what the question was if you could get that like it's like yeah you said something but my brain just go yeah tell this nigga yeah <laughs> then i went yeah and then it was like wait what this nigga sold say? them out okay who sold who out the, the, the man dude i'm talking about like he told the hero shit no, she like they she found out, and then like she kind of confronted him. But this nigga went to go talk to her alone, 
Then she was like, you're a murderer. I'll turn you into the police. And they're like, duh. And then he was like, no, you can't do that. They'll kill me. Nah, nah, she's, cause she's a blonde-haired white girl, and uh, used to be a super Christian, so she actually is the only decent there, person. There is no super Christian. Uh, just no Christian. No, no, that that show showed that they're super Christians, but he was gay and he could stretch. So I don't know if they were making fun of Mister Fantastic, or just um, preachers in general. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's like if a preacher had Mr. Fantastic, but he was secretly gay. But then his main thing was that he was going around saying, pray the gay away. This this show was really, it was diabolical in its attacks on certain subject matter. Simply because of the fact that it was like, well, this exists and we can add superheroes to it. And then we can make it a thing where it's like, you know, you looking at it and be like, these people are terrible. But then they got everyone else believing it. So it was it was a thing. Like, the whole thing was a thing. <laughs> but, yeah, it, like, it, it just, it slowly devolved into just boring annoyingness. Moments when the main guy would do stuff, and you was like, yo, like, he's actually thinking. And, like, it's pretty cool to see him actually doing this. Whereas, like, basically showcasing that an everyday Joe can take down these people whom everyone else is considering gods. And then it was like they would have just a quick moment of that. And then you got damn near 10 minutes of the superheroes complain, um, contemplating, well, I am doing drugs. Why am I doing drugs? And it's like, this is so unbelievably unnecessary. And it's just drawn out and boring. And it's like, who, why, why do I need to see this? It was a lot of stuff where it was like, it was character development for the heroes. But there was absolutely nothing for the boys and it was like why would you do that for something called the boys um they didn't show uh the uh the kimiko who is i think i believe her name's supposed to be female um like they didn't show her till like damn near the fourth or the third episode and even still like it like they spent more time just trying to just trying to talk to her rather than actually have her do anything so you, you found out what she was all about, but then that immediately just is like, you know, she's calmed down. And then they basically made her kind of like a little, um, like she was like, she had healing factor, but like a wild side, kind of like Wolverine. But then they had a chick that had like bones come out the side of her arm, like Wolverine. It was weird. It was weird. Like, it, <laughs> it's not better than Sneaky Pete. Okay. That's a weird gauge to put it on, but no, no, it's not. Yeah, that don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing to nobody. <laughs> but no, it's not better than Sneaky Pete. Um, Sneaky Pete actually was good, especially the first season. The first season was made, I mean, Brian Cranston. That's already that already knocked it up to an eight. <laughs> so, and then the fact that they made it to a ten, that just proves how good Sneaky Pete was. There was nothing. No one could win. Like no one can win against Sneaky Pete. Nah, <laughs> you just can't. That was that was that's that's a very good, well made, well balanced show. You actually cared. About how the characters do it. Like the uh, the cousin that was the cop. Everything that was going on with him. I don't remember watching Sneaky Pete going. I don't care what's going on with him. I actually cared what was going on with him. He was a douche. He was real. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like that's, that was the thing that was cool about it. And it was like yeah. He's a dick. But the dude had depth to him. There was, there, he, was a, he was a guy. He had his own 
way of doing things. He was a cop, but he knew how to get things done, and he was going to help his family. The whole thing with the girls and the deaths, even with the family. Yeah. But like with with the boys, it's just like they 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 literally introduce a black dude who they gave a weird name to. Like his name is Mother's Milk. Like that's his actual name because his mother named him Mother's Milk, and they never explained why. Which I feel that they should have. It was like he was like, yeah, my mother named me Mother's Milk. Like that's normal. It was like nigga, that's not a normal name. And it's like and and the fact that and then he was helping them try to stop the superheroes and everything, but they never gave a reason why. It's just that the guy that was the the grungy dude with the beard was just like, oh, come on, you know you missed this. And he's like, no, I promised my wife I wouldn't do this no more. Please. And he's like, okay. <laughs> that, was, that was literally all it, this, all it took. And then this dude was missing work. He was lying to his wife. And then at the end of the series, the wife was like, don't, um, like, don't, I don't ever want to see you again. And I was like, yeah, for good reason. This dude is retarded. <laughs> and then he was like, he said, I know, I promised you I wouldn't mess with him again. But he said, I did. And then she was like, wait, what's wrong? What stopped you? She 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 literally went, You a grown ass man. <laughs> and then she was like, You could have told him no, but you didn't. And now their family's in trouble being hunted down by superheroes. <laughs> so yeah, like it they had and I was like, there was nothing about him throughout the entire series where it was like, you know, you gave a damn about his character. He was just kind of there and he was constantly just being like, Yo, you lying. I'm out. And it's like, nah, please stay. Okay, but you better not lie no more. Hey, you lying again. I'm out. And it just, they kept having that back and forth over and over again. You found out more about the black dude who could run fast that killed a girl that's supposed to be evil than you did about the black guy that's supposed to be good who had a weird name and actually knew the gruff guy that was showing the main dude the ropes. It, it was annoying how much focus they put on the superheroes simply because like they just could not, not focus on the superheroes. Almost like it was like, yeah, this is if Wonder Woman or Superman were evil. And it's like, okay, let's show these characters that are capable of taking them down. To That way you get a feel as if, like, like we know who Superman and Wonder Woman is. So if this is a portrayal of them being evil, we get it. They're invincible. They're evil. Like, you establish that. That's cool. You want them to have a little emotional conflict with a certain incident. That's cool. But also showcase these characters who are possibly capable of taking them down. That way, when they do take them down, we don't just think, like... Oh, that was a lucky them. <laughs> like, that's a fluke or whatever. But no. Nah. And then just if Superman started feeling sad, then they showed him actually be sad. And he was being weird. They would showcase him being weird. And all you got from the main guy was just he would have this long, sullen look into the depths of his soul as he saw his dead girlfriend standing on the wall. But that was terrible. <laughs> So it um it really it really got annoying, especially seeing the the Q guy in the boys. Um the Q dude just basically his girlfriend died and then he was hung up and how they had him act about it was weird. Cause at one moment he seemed totally fine. And it's like he not that he got over it, but he's now in control as to what he was doing they literally even state that where like the guy was talking to him and he was like you know you used to look all the time like that moment right before your chair falls and you catch yourself he said that's just how you looked all the time and he's like but now you seem all right and it was like yeah what's up with that because other times when you're talking to this guy he looks like he's about ready to break down and cry and and it was like i, I feel like they were just 
like honestly it just seemed like they were legit poking not poke yeah i want to don't want to say poker phone but it's the best thing i can think of like analogy to clarify what i'm talking about just poking fun essentially at their audience in this um genre and subject matter which would be these type of characters who really aren't confrontational they don't really like you know making a big fuss out of something they're happy with their mundane contempt lives they worship and they like superheroes but they're not really going out their way to try and you know be one or do anything when like you know when the chips fall down like they're their rationality is like, yo, we can call the cops. We ain't got to do nothing outrageous. And it was like, that's exactly who Q was. But they never gave that moment where it just shows him kind of break out of that because the situation demanded it. They just kind of kept putting him in situations where he just, he himself was just either, he immediately was that badass type of character who you should have seen him turn into. Or, you know, he just... He would just break down at the pressure of whatever was thrown at him. And it's like, hey, we about to go do this. I got it. And it's like, next time, it's like, hey, we got to do this. And it's no, I'm not ready for something like that. That's a, that's crazy. And then he go do it. And then it's like, he could do it all along. <laughs> so it, the, the fluctuation of this show was really, really weird. N not to say it was a bad show. It's just that what I was led to believe was that this show was going to be a dark spin on essentially superheroes with characters whom take down these superheroes and that's essentially not what I got I kind of got just I got a dark spin on superheroes and then there's these characters that exist that are trying to take them down but they're getting in way over their heads and they're just in too deep and they just focus way way too much on the heroes themselves rather than the characters whom the story is actually supposed to be about so that that's essentially like the the offset that i had when it came to this um when it came to the boys it the 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 nail the last nail in the coffin really came from the ending of the series um the ending of the series because everyone tries to do this now, which is that you end on either a cliffhanger or, yeah, just really just a cliffhanger that makes you want more. But the cliffhanger to this show was so anticlimactic and uneventful. I didn't care, you know? And it was like, I would kind of, I was more so annoyed with the fact that, ugh, there's so much that you didn't even talk about that you took till the literally the last episode to kind of showcase which made the show interesting to to then just kind of be like well next week on the boys um <laughs> but and and that's that's really what you know kind of grind my gears with that one it was like it was getting towards the end and then when it ended it was like so nothing really was accomplished um Really, the main character set out to kill the um, fast guy, uh, A-Train. The um, gruff dude kind of established himself to want to kill the um, homeland. And neither of them accomplished that. And not to mention the fact that the main character had literally two chances to kill him, uh, the A-Train guy. And he does not do it. 
for reasons I don't know. <laughs> the first the first time is really ridiculous because the dude was in his house threatening him and uh, he was threatening his father. And then he had the Kimiko chick break his freaking leg. And then it seems like one, the fact that she did that should have been they should have had more building up the relationship between him and Kimiko because they really only had him interact with her that one time where he tried to grab a picture and then she was like snarled at him. And I felt like they could have easily showcased more times where he was just doing small stuff to him. So it would be like, yeah, she likes the Frenchman, but she's she's cool with cute, you know, <laughs> then only to, to emphasize like they're them helping each other when they took down a train. And then when he took down a train, he should have killed him. Then it would have been another superhero marked off the list. Um, simply simply because it's like they're supposed to have so many heroes and what also would have been interesting is if they also showcase other heroes whom they had helping them or that they could use to try and go after the boys. But they didn't know such thing because there was so much focused on, you know, why is Wonder Woman tripping right now? It was like, well, she's sad. She also used to be an alcoholic and she's a closet lesbian. And it's like, why is this important when there's nothing happening with her between her and the boys. So it was like, why is this information necessary? And it's like, it's cool that you want to do this to her character, but you should probably slowly lead us into this up until the point where her character actually becomes essential to the story. Don't just throw everything about her in like one one little scene. Cause like immediately just the scene out of nowhere, she goes to this lady's house, she's drunk, she's talking to her, and she goes, I miss you in a classic faction of that. And then it's like, yeah, and it's like, oh, and then the lady's like, you know, you didn't want to tell nobody about us. You decided to stay with your own land. And I was like, okay, so now we know all of this stuff about the fake Wonder Woman. But um, why do we know this stuff about the fake Wonder Woman? It does nothing to the story, nor does it do anything for uh, what's happening with the boys. It's just, you now know this information about her. And she's not even involved with anything going on between the boys and the rest of the the seven or whatever so it it really was a disappointment because i felt like it could have did something i thought and, and basically in short the way how it was promoted i assumed it was going in a totally other direction than what i saw so when i saw the ending of the series highly disappointed the fact that they just kind of left it on a cliffhanger that ultimately it was just, it was like, well, here you go. And it's like, they could have went any other direction. They could have did anything else with the characters. But they just kind of like, well, there you go. Honestly, it, and then them ending with Homeland finding out that he has a son. And then the wife of the gruff dude actually still being alive. It's like, it's like yeah, that's something. But I would have preferred it if she was still dead. I would have preferred if she was still dead. They could have had that the boy was still alive. It was like, they could have had it that she was still dead. And, you know, just, just stuff like, like, it's just, ah, it's just missed potential. Like, and I say, I could have dealt with her still being dead to further along his whole vengeance and his hatred for the fact of, because he just does not like superheroes. So the gruff guy just immediately hates all superheroes, no matter who they are, what they are. But having it to where did she, but it's only, but it was only driven by the fact that he, uh, his wife was killed because of one or she killed herself because of one like you said it didn't make a difference if she did or if he did it doesn't make a difference she's still dead 
And so that's a driving force behind his character. And now that they revealed that she's alive, and it's like, now what you gonna do with this guy? So then he's just now he's just gonna go around being a dick. And it's like, and he's like, you have to rethink your life because it's like it's not that the superheroes are the ones who betrayed you, but your wife betrayed you. So now what are you gonna do? Hate people? So like yeah, you see you see what I'm saying? Like it's just opportunities were missed <laughs> in in this show. They they did way too much focusing on the hero aspect of the series when they should have been focusing on the human aspect of the series, thereby making the heroes far more formidable, like like pumping them up, pumping up how much you know the people see the heroes or what all they can do. And then showcasing more of these regular guys taking them down with good old human ingenuity, you know, which would have made for a much better show. I just, I feel that that would have been a much better show, but you really don't get that. You really don't get that. Like even on the last episode, there's a scene where basically everyone's on the phone talking to somebody and it don't make any sense. <laughs> like, like it's like, yeah, they're all on the phone, but it's like, what exactly are they trying to do? Because up until that point, it was like they really never had a direction. It was just kind of just going with the punches, and that was fine and dandy when it had results. But then there was way too many moments where it was just like, you know, they just kind of like dead in the water now. And instead of rolling with the punches, it was just kind of like a situational. Okay, now do this. Now do that. Not a Hey, we're doing this, we're doing that. Uh-oh, we accidentally killed this guy. Okay, well, as if we killed him, we're doing this, we're doing that to stop. And it was like, hey, we killed another guy. <laughs> it should have did that. And it was like, he found out while we were doing this to cover up killing the other guy. Now we got to kill him. And we did, and now we got to do this because his death caused this to happen. So to fix that, we got to do this, do that. And it's like, oh, another superhero found out. So we need to, you know, uh, essentially what I would have preferred was... A story with superheroes that had a diehard, wrong place, wrong time theme in it. You got these people who are weighing over their head, and you're rooting for them, and it's like they're getting beaten, they're getting bloodied, they're getting bruised, and they, there's no possible way they're going to beat these unimaginable odds. And then, hopefully, they might. But, again, that's not what you got. So, I was utterly disappointed, because I was really looking forward to the boys, and I really wanted to see it. And actually, you know, there's some there's certain parts that are like really cool. Um, except for all the man ass. There is a lot of man ass in this show. I don't know why there's so much man ass. They just keep showing naked dudes throughout this entire show. It's almost like the beginning of Game of Thrones just without the titties. So just a lot of dudes butts all over the show. And... That's annoying. <laughs> and it's like you just have a lot of man ass in. You don't really have a lot of female characters to counterbalance that. Game of Thrones had their fair share of female characters in the beginning. That they were just throwing around. Then when it got to the point where everybody's just dying off. So then it was like, okay, now it's like, you know, guess who? Who's who's dying next? But they, they did have their fair share of just, you know, a, a balance when it came to the the sexy aspect or like fan service and whatnot but this show nah 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 <laughs> and it was like mm, 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 mm. yeah 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 it's just like yeah, like i said I'm, I'm disappointed i'm disappointed because i actually wanted to like the show but it's like as it kept trudging on i was just kind of more and more um just detached from it because i was like yeah whatever
I would say anything would, would have been super hilarious if they had it a, a main known theme that the um what's his name the uh, uh homelander guy because uh like on the last episode they kind of show him having sex but it's like it would have been a hilarious thing if it was like basically he was a quick shot because uh, he <laughs> he having sex and he'd be riding like the chick be riding him for like literally a couple of seconds and he just <gasps> i'm sorry i'm sorry and i was like it would be so hilarious if it was like the greatest superhero of all time was terrible in bed <laughs> and it's like it's something that he is super ashamed of and not a lot of people know about it which would help to his closed off nature and the fact that he really is just a superhero all the time because he doesn't really feel like much of a man <laughs> or like lesser of a man or whatever but then they kind of counterbalance they kind of balance that by having a moment where it's like showed that basically he raped a girl for like three hours and i was like yeah, whatever. Like, I, was, I thought it was funnier when I thought like he said, eh, "Quick shot, <laughs> quick draw, McGraw." <laughs> that that seemed funnier to me. Things, things that, that you know, ways like that. Not because that doesn't humanize his character, but it gives a nice spin on him to where it's like, "Yeah, yeah, you could fly and shoot laser beams, but you know, you you a mini man." <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Then you got like the the fast um the fast runner who's a junkie. You got the um the guy who talks to fish, who's basically a sex predator. That was weird. <laughs> but and then uh and then a Wonder Woman who's an alcoholic. Like it's like they had all of those things lined up, and it's like why couldn't he be a quick shot? Like just quick drama, girl. <laughs> just weird, funny implications that that are a way to kind of bring them down to our level, even though they're capable of all these things. But. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Oh, and I hated the part where the the freaking marketing guy was talking about him being with the the <laughs> I'll never forget he the ice princess. <laughs> that was funny. And then basically she froze his junk off. And I was like, why, why him, why him, why is he black? <laughs> why why the black guy? Um, I don't know. I've seen him in other stuff. He's actually a pretty funny dude. So it was cool seeing him stuff. But then when they had that part, and I was like, oh. So he ain't got no junk? It was like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but for the most part, it was just, you know, I'm pretty sure they did what they did to easily persuade Amazon to be like, yeah, you gotta give them a season two. I can see superhero nerds jumping on it because anything with superheroes is something that they immediately go to. Also, the fact that it ended on a cliffhanger, you can definitely see people constantly berating Amazon for them to continue it. So... That's, that's, I can easily see them doing a second season. Um, but for the most part, I felt that they sh basically should have just finished this. Because this really, like, with its eight episode, um, it's an hour long runtime, but it's only eight episodes. And, you know, approaching this kind of like how you would do Game of Thrones or anything like that really isn't the way to go. But I, I felt like they needed at least one or two more episodes to kind of actually give them, uh definite good ending to a first season that could easily lead into a second season but that's not what you got you just kind of got you know uh this this subpar cliffhanger and that's that's what we got to deal with so until they do the season two which i'm pretty sure they're definitely going to push for then yeah that's really all that's it's really all that was worth from the boys and and like yeah it really i would i would hope that their second season does a hell of a lot better 
at you know essentially killing these superheroes i would really like to see a lot more heroes get killed or whatever um that that's kind of would be my driving force behind everything but yeah the boys decent is a decent watch um fairly interesting fairly good um if i had to rate it um at a at a 10 i'd give it a 6.5 really um it's not something that i would buy um but it does have moments that i really enjoyed but it's not something that i would buy or really rewatch for that matter but it's like you know certain parts I'd, like if i see someone looking at it, i'll be like hey are they at um this part yet he's like nope all right let me know <laughs> and like that that's really it that's really that's really it when it comes to the boys but i would love to talk about it because i would always say the boys because that's what's that's the really the best part of this show is that it's called the boys second best part Haley joel osmond's in it if you didn't know my boy Haley was in it Haley is in it he's dead though but he's in it <laughs> he's in it Haley joel osmond Ugh. i was sitting there the whole time i heard him i just heard but it's always nice to see Haley joel osmond anything because he's Haley joel osmond like he's He's Sora. Like, come on. <laughs> She's Sora. Hey, Haley Joel Osment. Come on. Secondhand lines. Get out of here. What? One of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> okay. That's it for Fun with Flame. Um, if you have any suggestions or any shows that you would like for me to see, um, I'm definitely open to them because I'm kind of bored per se. I got a bunch of shows that my friends want me to watch because they're always watching TV shows. I can't stand it. They're always watching TV shows. They're always watching TV shows, and I'm always reading manga and watching anime. It's not fair. It's just not fair. <laughs> so, um, if there's anything that you would think, um, if you want me to hear a review on, because I'm going to start watching shows more frequently now. Um, if there's anything you want to hear me a review on, definitely hit me up at um, hatetheflame at gmail.com. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Uh, let you know, uh, I always put up a podcast now every week so check back every week and you will definitely get something new from your boy who watched the boys <laughs> Daniel the flame also check out my gaming channel i upload there regularly as well um daniel the flame gaming and youtube.com um not all one word it's spaced and uh yeah folks these were all shameless plugs but gotta do them because that's what i do uh so yeah, for for the most part, uh, yeah, I would just like to leave on a note. The boys was a nice attempt at doing a story like that. Um, essentially, if you read the comics of like Hyperion and all of them, who is, uh, Marvel's evil version of Superman. Uh, the, uh damn, what are they? The Superior or something? I can't remember the name. I actually have some of their comics, but essentially something like that. Um, you see what they focus on those heroes being evil while as this show did basically the exact same thing but the story was not supposed to revolve around them so you can see why i was ugh, from it so yeah with that i'm gonna leave it here uh thank you all for listening um as always um this has been daniel the flame and you have been listening to fun with flame and as always folks i hope you had fun